Welcome to the Drag Me to the Movies podcast. I'm Joe. And I'm Ned. And in this episode, we are going to review and talk about Undercover Brother from 2002, uh, which was directed by Malcolm D. Lee and had a pretty, pretty good cast of comedians and, and actors of uh, Eddie Griffin, Denise Richards. I'm going to say this one wrong. Ingenue Alice Taylor. Maybe I said it right. Uh, Chris Kattan, Dave Chappelle. I'm going to get this one wrong, too. It's probably is it Chai McBride? Chi McBride? Do you know that one? Ben? I think it's Chai. I, Chai? I honestly don't remember. <clears throat> He's right, in a lot of stuff, though. He is. He is. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris, Billy D. Williams. So there's there's a lot of noteworthy people in this film. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so for those not familiar, it's a comedy, and I'll leave it at that. Ned, why don't you tell me what your thoughts are on this film? Uh, so <laughs> it's interesting. Like, I think at the last of, uh, or the end of the last episode, we had talked about this a little bit. And, you know, obviously I had the undercover brother part <clears throat> accurate, but, um, there was some things around, like I thought, uh, one of the Epps, uh, guys was in it. It's not. And I, I think I said, I thought Snoop Dogg was in it. He isn't, but he did do a song that has like ties to it and I think has Denise Richards in it and stuff like that. So I think that's what I was remembering from it. But yeah, um overall I I enjoyed this one. It kind of reminded me of like a spin on Austin Powers. Um absolutely. That was one of the notes I wrote. This is <laughs> this is basically uh black Austin Powers. <laughs> yeah. Which I, I loved Austin Powers and I loved what they did with this. Uh there's as you said, a lot of good actors. Eddie Griffin did awesome. I think Chris Kattan also was a standout for me. I always love seeing him in different things. MPH is always great. The parts Billy D. Williams was in were great. Uh, Chappelle is definitely there for kind of the uh, comedic effect of things, which oh yeah, you know, I just love to see that too. And then yeah, uh, Sister Girl and White She Devil were in here. Thought they were good. So. All around, just great cast. Definitely, for that alone, I think it's worth checking out. But it's interesting how this kind of opens up uh, and then, you know, shows him and his caddy. And he's, like, all smooth and stuff, like, kind of like that shaft feeling. And, you know, he's kind of a, you know, guy from the 90s, it feels like, but stuck in the 70s. So it was kind of interesting to see that aspect of things, which... That also kind of is probably why it feels like Austin Powers, where he was, you know, from the past in present times. This was more of a, he just chose to be that way and drive a caddy from the 70s and all that jazz. But, you know, he uh, has his car spinning there, doesn't spill a drop of soda, takes a casual drink from it, and then ends up, you know, obeying all the uh, stop signs and stops at a red light. (laughs) And then a bird shits on his car. Yep. So you kind of have this whole um, undercover brother meets the brotherhood, which I don't know if they ever really, like, they show as an acronym, but I don't think they ever, like, spelled out what that means, did they? I don't believe so. Yeah, so I'm actually curious what, like, brotherhood kind of stood for. And then we have the, you know, crossing of paths with them at the bank, where undercover brothers mainly there to help 
they like refer to him as the Robin Hood of the hood. Uh, so he's eliminating bank loans so people don't get their houses taken away and stuff like that. So he's doing uh, things for a good cause where the other group's there for information to see money laundering and get all the information they can on the man. Mm -hmm. I, I did love uh, Dave Chappelle's characters like comments like it's macy gray with pork chop sideburns yeah <laughs> i wrote that down and then it so comes good. back again later where the news reporter's talking about it oh so good yeah i love i love how they all have like jive names mm -hmm. i guess i'd call it like what conspiracy brother is dave Chappelle? Mm -hmm. sister girl smart is smart brother uh, yeah. yep smart brother the chief yep yeah <laughs> it's just just funny stuff and then neil patrick harris too yeah, the intern, the yeah. intern. Affirmative action. Yep. That's good. But yeah, they end up kind of having this conspiracy where the one guy is a retired general, or he's currently retiring, potentially running for president, and the man and Mr. Feather sway him to go a different way through the influence of drugs and whatever that formula is. And he ends up uh, opening up a chain of uh, chicken restaurants for fried chicken. Yeah, I believe it was called Whitewash is was yeah. the operation. Yeah. So yeah, there there's that option that went a different direction. That was also, I guess, potentially the way that they were going to deliver this formula to the masses and be able to control them. So that was so also kind what, of what a, one of the quotes that I like I, I always remember from this film is when he first goes up to talk about being president, or they mm -hmm. think he's gonna be talking about that. And he says about opening a, a fried chicken uh, chain. And he says, move over, Colonel. Here comes the general. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. So funny. Yeah, very good. And then, you know, Undercover Brother kind of ends up being adopted into the Brotherhood. I love how the chief is like, just getting all up in his face. He's like, why are you not doing what I tell you? He's like, because I don't work for you. <laughs> He's like, I don't care about those. Just get in my office. Yeah. You best watch your smart ass later or something like that. Uh, uh, the part two where they where he's the way to get into the brotherhood is a mm -hmm. uh, uh, barbershop. Yep. And, and then, uh, dab. Yeah, they they launch him down the down the stairs or down the uh, tube on the um on the barber chair. And he's screaming forever. And then they're like, oh, it's just the lights and all that that make it seem like it was longer than it was. And they look up and the barber who sent them down is maybe like 10 feet. Mm -hmm. so funny just just little stupid things like that in this film they're so good yeah definitely i also love how they kind of like just go off on those different rants of how you know the three-point shot was made for the white man to give them some competition for playing basketball and stuff like that just so good and, uh, and then an undercover brother says oh so that means oj didn't do it and they all get, like, <laughs> everyone pauses and awkward is like well anyway <laughs> yeah you know i thought it was interesting that you have a lot of the older stuff in the vehicle, like he uses the A-Track player and he has like an orange soda dispenser in there as well. But he uses that A-Track player as a weapon later against the motorcycles, which I think I'm going to talk about this now. I'm sending you some images that uh, I noticed in the movie uh, during okay. the motorcycle chase, mainly with the White Devil and how... Uh, they kind of shot that. So obviously, you know, anything that was real, they ended up using uh, someone kind of just in there for a stunt person, right? Mm -hmm. But they have an interchange with Denise Richards. And the way they shot it is like, 
you know how a motorcycle mask typically has the you know mouthpiece that comes up pretty much over the nose and mouth pretty much have the room for the goggles that's it well there's definitely scenes in there uh where they have this kind of larger helmet where it's meant to be like way more open face so you can see denise richards which it doesn't look like her at all but they almost have like a weird cgi cut of her face i don't know if you noticed that at all i didn't i didn't i'm i'm curious to see these images oh my god dude this is ridiculous it it almost reminds me of like those uh there was that mask that uh one of our friends owns that has like the led lights on it to mm-hmm. like paint a face on it kind of thing right that's that's what it looks like or if you're familiar with like it was one of the Rainbow Six games on Xbox. You could upload a picture of your face and it would put it on your character. If you're familiar with that, that's that's what it looks like. It looks like they just have like a dummy's head in there. Yeah. And then somebody spray painted Denise, Denise Richards yeah. on it. Yep, exactly. But then but then in the other ones, she's got like the motocross helmet on where it's like more of like up over the nose and then goggles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, uh, it was. I did not notice that. I, I saw. I was like, "Wait, wait, wait!" And I actually went back and paused it to capture those screenshots of it. it. It's so bad. I'm hoping I remember, but you know, when this podcast goes out, I might leave a comment with those images on it just to show what I'm actually talking about. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll download them. Uh, that way, when we uh, when we post, I'll uh, I'll have it. Yeah, but that's. So funny, yeah, it's it's so bad. So, yeah, I guess there's a few other things in here. Like, I was looking down through some of the quotes that IMDb catches, and there's a few that are on there that I was like, or, well, actually, a few that aren't on there that kind of surprised me. Like, there's that one part where um, the girl kind of breaks into his apartment, and he's like, All right, let's get down, and <laughs> he's talking about, you know, after a long day, some cookies excellent to help you wind down. And she's like, my cookie would snap you in half. And he's like, well, that'd be some long division. <laughs> long. <laughs> like, that long. was not on the quotes at all. And I was like, that's honestly probably my favorite quote in the movie, aside from, you know, you forgot my, about my big black fuzzy balls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the face that he makes is fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Oh, but yeah. 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 The, uh, the, the faces that Eddie Griffin makes in this film really mm-hmm. add to it yeah i love uh, his uh comedy stuff he's so good yeah yeah one, one of the other quotes i wrote down was uh i think i think the chief said it he's like this is a great day for black people of all races <laughs> and they all just <laughs> like, like stare at it. him and he's like think about it <laughs> yeah oh, and honestly so like this kind of has like a little bit of that foreshadowing that we kind of got we got obama in there after a few years we after did. this like this came out in 2002 you know Six years later. Yeah. Yep. The man couldn't keep him down, I guess. Yep. <laughs> I, I do love to um, the the whole thing of like uh, the man, right? The, mm-hmm. This un this, this faceless person who is like a rich white man trying to keep the black people down and how it's funny, like everyone who works in for the man, like actually likes the black culture, but they're like fighting it. Like and there's internal like battles of like no we need to work for the men kind of thing like Chris Kattan's listening to like like what um uh I'm trying to remember what what musician it was I, but it's, yeah I can't remember what he's song listening it was, but yeah um 
he's listening to black music and 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 he says Foshizi might easy at one point yeah and, like as he's talking to the man he's kind of having those different things right and uh even at the end like the man uh when he when he says like oh you know the mr feather has failed me he, i can't remember exactly what he says but he says something in jive to his pilot basically to leave so it's there's there's a lot of that riddled in here which which i think is hilarious agreed so yeah just all that stuff i thought they did a real good job of like kind of raising awareness and that stuff like we talked about the last episode but they have a lot of other kind of little things in here that i respected like another thing that kind of ties back to awesome powers is the fact that like he's got to get his cool back which is kind of like austin trying to get his mojo back right um, we have also kind of the golf cart chase going on here i uh appreciate that even though it was definitely way out of left field and unnecessary i just well very very reminiscent of the steamroller scene in austin mm-hmm. powers if we're gonna if we're gonna draw those those uh yeah those, uh like things right because that i mean i i didn't really back in the day recognize how much this is almost like an austin powers ripoff mm-hmm. uh until i watched this again but i but i don't hate that no um, no I, know, I agree yeah, it's something that works. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm glad they applied it in this fashion. You know, it's to me this this film is very senseless. Like, there's not a whole lot of substance in it. But uh, there is, there is a fun ride. It, it's a fun I, right. ride. But they they try to hit on certain things that are right. Like, it's a satire, like, obviously. Right. Yeah, it's kind of like I mentioned when we when we introduced it in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of a lot of kind of bringing up a lot of. Um, racial stereotypes and stuff like that but like making them light and fun and you know like on both sides not just you know black it's, there's a lot of white stereotypes and and it and it makes it fun you know what i mean yeah um not not in a fun way to like oh i'm gonna go be racist about stuff it's more of a like hey yeah we know let's just laugh about it and move on kind of stuff so yeah i yeah i i agree like i said the 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 story itself's not a whole lot there but i i think the ride's fun yeah and I mean, I'm going to touch upon this. I can't remember where you stand. I think we've had this conversation before. Mayo. Are you a fan? I am. I like it. I am not. So you need that watch. I, I would definitely, if I'm trying to eat that much mayo, I would probably want some hot sauce or something with it. Yeah. I, I just, I, I can't stand mayo. Like I know it's in certain things like ranch, but there's enough stuff in ranch. So I'm like, okay, I can, I can do this. Um, yeah, that's fair. But straight up mayo. But you can you can eat stuff that has it in it though, right? Like potato salad and stuff like that, or no? Is that I a hard usually note? stay away from potato salad. Um, okay. I don't know. I, I think there's a few things that I do, but in most cases, no. Fair like enough. I would, I would say ranch is an exception, and like, you know, if I go to Burger King or something like that, and they throw mayo on it, and I'm not I'm not gonna like throw the sandwich away because mayo is on it, but I'll scrape it off as much as I can and eat it. Gotcha. So you're, are you anti-condiment or are you okay with other condiments? Oh, I'm fine with other condiments. Like, okay. I, I'm a huge, like, barbecue ketchup fan. Mustard's fine on certain occasions, but yeah, it's mainly mayo, man. Just a mayo hater. All right. All right. Yeah. Always been that way. But another scene that I love was, like, <laughs> the part where he's sending that data and he has, like, the disc that he puts into his shoe, but he's doing the window, uh, scratch and then ultimately like tries to play some song or something and then the entire window around 
play he cuts shatters. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a nice little unexpected turn of events. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there's but. there's a lot of just little gems. Like I even uh when they get white white she devil to uh join the brotherhood mm. and uh they're like, all right, uh, smart brother, go go see what you can find out, you know. And she's like, oh, you're kind of cute, and a and a was it Theodore Huxtable the way or something. Mm-hmm. And he's Theo he's Huxtable. like, I usually get I usually get Al Roker. What's the weather in your neck of the woods? <laughs> yeah, so good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we have a whole bunch of other little things in here. Uh, you have the kind of clockwork orange scene where he pretty much becomes you know white. They have. The um, one scene in there, which I was going to ask you, I don't know, have you seen Lethal Weapon? Any of the Lethal Weapons? I saw the original one. The original? Yep. So, to getting too old for this shit. And then yeah, and they look the at the picture. Lover yeah. <laughs> in the background. So good. But yeah, honestly, like, everything, even towards the end where they have their fight, and parachute pants save the day, and Katan falls into the shark. Yep. Yeah, just, it's all, like, randomness and great things and i could probably go on for a lot longer talking about those things but yeah overall i definitely enjoyed this um so is there anything i missed that you want to talk through no i don't think so i I mean really there's there's we already talked about a lot of like the the little gems that they throw into this of of just like the gems of like comedy right Mm -hmm. it just just, there's just so much packed into this as far as like little funny jabs at stuff you know even even things that are like unnecessary in this film i don't hate that they're in there like there's probably the most unnecessary thing i would say that was in this film is when uh white she devil and sister girl are fighting in the apartment mm-hmm. and undercover brother and the and the guys he's fighting stop fighting and they pull up sofas so that they can watch those two girls fight in the shower yep. while they're ripping each other's clothes off mm-hmm. like that I thought that was hilarious, right? It's a funny thing, but you know, it was totally unnecessary. But I, I wouldn't take it out of the film. Yeah, and I was honestly kind of reflecting on that. You know, there's a lot of movies like that back in the '90s and even the '80s, and even before that, that kind of like over sexualized women and stuff. I was like, could this movie be made today? I don't know yeah, if it could. I, I mean, think I think because it's so satire i think mm-hmm. it would be okay um but yeah i i i see what you mean right yeah um i think that the fact that they do that and then they move on from from that pretty quickly and don't really ever re-explore anything like that mm-hmm. i think is fine right because like, honestly it's really feeding on that whole james bond yeah shaft yeah. kind of idea yeah. right so yeah i don't i don't think there's a whole lot in here that maybe wouldn't go over well nowadays no and especially know. like it's pg-13 so they didn't like get too crazy with it uh right so. right now that being said with with how extreme sides are uh today you mm-hmm. know i'm sure there would be some outspoken folks against this um in one way or another and I'm, I, there probably were back then as well but um yeah i think overall this is light enough um and not it doesn't take itself seriously i think it would be okay nice yeah, our listeners, if you think otherwise, let us know um, for sure, because I'd be, I'd be curious what your thoughts are, because we're, we're only two people, right? So Indeed. But yeah, I think otherwise, you covered everything I would have. Okay. So yeah, so let's, let's talk about the rating. What score would you give this, Ned? I actually settled at a 
out of five for this one. I enjoyed it. Okay. Like, there's definitely some flaws and things, and like, especially that motorcycle scene. But other than that, like, I had a good time. It's it's a good movie. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You? I landed. I landed at a three to three point five as well. It's it's fun. It's it's rewatchable. It's not something I'll watch every year, but I mean, I had as much fun watching it. Uh, you know, a couple of days ago, as I did when I watched it the first time and rewatched it the second. So, and would you say um, it held up? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Good. I was I was chuckling like out loud quite often in this film. Yeah, I think it's I think it's very well done. Nice. So I have one other little piece that I want to kind of touch on here. Uh, okay, maybe two. Um, so in this movie, you had Enter the Dragon was playing. And I don't know how familiar you are with that movie. Have you seen it? Uh, a long time ago. Okay. So maybe we're three visiting at some point. Sure. Um, but as I was also looking down through, you know, some of the director's movies and stuff, like it kind of spurred me to look into a few other areas. And then I also looked up like Dave Chappelle, like he's in this, he's not like a lead role. I think like the only lead role I've ever really remember him being was half-baked and that was before this so kind of interesting that he's usually kind of like the side character a lot of his stuff but it reminded me of other movies that i don't know if you've seen barbershop for instance i have not seen barbershop so this director i think did one of the sequels but i think you gotta go to the original source to kind of determine so i'm gonna add that to our list of potentials Okay. On Blue Streak, Martin Lawrence, Chappelle has a small part in that. No, I've not seen that either. Okay. And then there's another one, Chappelle, called Screwed. That one you may have seen. Oh, the name sounds familiar. Let me, let me look here. It's him, Dane DeVito. Um, oh, no, I've not Norm seen McDonald. this. Nope, I have not seen this either. Okay. I, I remember watching that when it first came out and had a good time. Not sure if it holds up. It's been definitely a minute since I've seen it, but I thought it would be maybe worth a revisit. The other okay. thing I was going to mention, so we've wrapped up 2023, moving into 2024. I was curious if uh, there's something you'd like to do maybe in the next episode where we talk through, you know, what our favorite movies from 2023, maybe a top three or something like that. And then any that you saw that you're like, this was shameful. One of the worst movies I saw in 2023. And maybe you can uh, talk about what we're looking forward to in 2024. Yeah, we could do that. We could do that. I, I haven't seen a ton of new things. I mean, okay. new is in like that came out in 23. Um, There was a few, but not, not a whole lot. But we watched a lot of movies, so I can sure. reflect on those at least. Yeah. I know you've seen a few of them, so yeah. The ones you have seen. Like, obviously, there's going to be a lot more that I see than you, probably. Because that's what I do. So right, but cool. Yeah, we'll look to do that in the next episode. Okay. As well as, I got a recommendation. All right, let's hear it. So, you, my girlfriend, have been tormenting me by saying, no. "Go ahead." I've been saying, "Uncut jams." Right. Yes. Uncut jams. And you haven't even seen the fucking movie. I haven't. So she hasn't either. But you've both been torturing me with saying it. So, how about we actually watch that movie so you know what she's talking about? That sounds perfect. Are you and familiar with we, it at all? No, I just know Sandler's in it. That's that's it. And it, 
was it it was a direct to netflix too wasn't it uh, i'm pretty sure it was in theaters oh was it okay yeah okay i don't i think i knew check, it mostly sure. from netflix pandering it to me a lot because i'm pretty sure it was or maybe it wasn't netflix it was one of the one of the streaming platforms was like hey this is out here now mm-hmm. um but yeah that's that's all i know though is he's like a I, i'm guessing like a a gem peddler kind of guy mm. yeah you're not too far that's, off that's about all i know okay cool well i think that wraps up this episode be sure to check us out on threads and facebook at to the movies pod also check out our letter box i'm a dangerous mix he is john kimball where you take that e turn it into a three and uh yeah thanks for jacking me to that movie joe man it was a good time i'm glad i'm glad uh you liked it because yeah it was. Uh, it's it's definitely one of those ones where it's it's stupid comedy and it doesn't always go over well but uh, yeah no i enjoyed it yeah good good stuff all, all right. right guys well we'll catch you in the next one yep bye-bye bye everybody